Welcome to the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Rose, your PMDD relationship expert. I am dedicating my doctorate practice specifically for PMDD sufferers. So I personally have been suffering with PMDD for over 15 years, and I spent most of those years desperately trying to navigate my intimate relationships. So I'm now married to an amazing PMDD partner thanks to my PMDD-specific tools that I've learned over the years and I continue to use. So now I'm here to share them with all of you PMDD partners because you all deserve to have a supportive relationship that eases your stress during PMDD, not adds to it. So each week I will be providing women with PMDD and their partners with my signature PMDD trauma transformational tools on how to effectively navigate an intimate relationship while having PMDD. So you can avoid the cycle of fighting with your partner or even breaking up with them every single month. And you can finally have the peaceful assurance that you can have a supportive relationship while having PMDD. Now let's get into your weekly dose of PMDD relationship tools. So today I'm going to talk to you about why it's so hard to deal with insecurities about your PMDD partner and what you can do about it. So we've all been there where we haven't felt good about ourselves because we're in PMDD. So this is most apparent for me when I'm about 10 days out from my cycle. I start to question everything that my PMDD partner says, everything that they do. And what's happened most recently is that I called him early in the morning and just started talking randomly. I find that in the mornings when I'm in PMDD, I have all of this anxious energy. So this specific time I was calling him and just talking randomly going on and on about everything. And then he specifically said, are, are you okay? He just asked if I was okay. And immediately I can felt, I was feeling like I was being triggered because he was asking me, was I okay? And I was like, yes, I'm okay. Like, don't I sound okay? And it's kind of like, I don't know about you, but I have moments when I'm in PMDD where I try to pretend unconsciously that I'm not in PMDD, that I'm fine. It's like a state of denial. So even though I know that I can feel the symptoms in my body, what I try to do is just go along as if I don't have them. And then when someone calls me out on them, which my partner normally does, that's when I notice that I'm most triggered. So the worst thing that my partner can do while I'm in PMDD is say that I'm in PMDD. It's like he's validating something that's so shameful for me, something that I've been trying to hide and something that I felt like I was strong enough to handle. So once he says things like, I can tell you're in PMDD, it really does ignite my PMDD rage. And before you know it, I'm in the act proving that it's true because I'm triggered and I'm no longer trying to hide the fact that I'm in PMDD. I lose control of the fact that I'm trying to hide it. And I just say, okay, I'm just going to put it all out there and just say, yeah, I am in PMDD and blah, 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 and start acting that way. And I, you know, one time it was so bad earlier in my journey where with my partner, where we were arguing and I said, you really want to see this side of me? You really want to see this side of me because you keep provoking me. And here it is. And I felt like such an evil, ugly, disgusting human being with no remorse for my partner, no remorse whatsoever. I just 
felt like I was able to say mean things and do mean things and not even feel bad about it. And that's the scariest part. Because if I talk to friends who don't have PMDD and I try to say, hey, I'm feeling this way about a situation. Do you think I handled it right? Or do you think I handled it wrong? They always are like, oh my gosh, you went overboard. Like you went too far. And in the moment when I'm in PMDD, I don't feel that way. I'm like, no, it's totally justified. And I start going over this scenario and kind of proving my fact and defending myself. Like, yeah, I should have reacted this way because of this, this, and this. And so granted, all of this probably started with the comment of him literally asking, are you okay? So back to the story, I was on the phone with him and it seemed that he just didn't want to talk to me. And so again, that was in my mind. He never said, I don't want to talk to you, but I noticed we have these intrusive thoughts about how we think our partner sees us, how we think our partner is feeling towards us. And we act on that without validating it with them. So when he said he was about to get ready for work, I was like, okay, you can go. I'm not forcing you to be here. And then he was like, okay, like, and just got off the phone because I don't know if your partner's ever done this when they kind of notice that you're in one of your PMDD moods, they kind of back off and they don't even want to go there. So they're kind of just like, okay, let me just try to escape from this situation. So we got off the phone and my anxiety was really, really bad. I was walking into work and I was still thinking about that one little conversation. So I text him and said, I'm sorry, I bothered you this morning. And then he replied, I think I said, I'm sorry I bothered you this morning. I hope it didn't throw up your morning routine that much. And then he replied and said, you're my best friend and the love of my life. You can call me anytime. I was just worried because you never call me first thing in the morning since we're normally both doing our morning routines and going into work. So this is a situation where I wouldn't normally call him first thing in the morning. Like, that's not a thing. I told you before in previous episodes, my phone is normally on do not disturb. And I respect his time in the morning too. We have very busy schedules and we wake up really, really early. And so it was out of the norm for me to call. And I find that when I'm in PMDD, I do these very sporadic, instinctful, like very spontaneous things, like out of character things. And my partner is very, you know, by the book, he, he loves routines. He likes knowing, you know, how we're going to do things and all of those things. So when I do something out of character, it kind of triggers him because he's like, what's going on? Like, that's why he was asking, are you okay? It wasn't that he didn't want to talk to me. It was that he was wondering why we're going off routine because for him, it's like that fight or flight thing. Like when he notices something is off, he zooms in on it and he wants to like diffuse the situation. So he was actually just making sure that I was okay. So I replied with a sweet emoji and this is when the guilt and the embarrassment comes in because you realize that you blew things out of proportion. You looked at it the wrong way. You overreacted. And now you feel even more out of it. So why is it so hard to accept that our partners love us, care about us, want us, desire us during PMDD? So it's easier to think that how we feel about ourselves is how our partner feels about us. So if we see ourselves as being unattractive, if we see ourselves as being mean, ugly, all of these things, we assume that our partner can see it too because they're the closest ones to us. So when we have these PMDD symptoms 
And we think that, oh, because I'm bloated, because I gained like eight pounds, I can't fit into my clothes. I feel the farthest thing from attractive. I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed. I basically am a mess for weeks at a time. We think that this is a reason that we're having these insecurities about our PMDD partner. And we tend to look at how much easier life would be if maybe you try to fix the physical first. So you try to say, okay, I'm going to you know, beat myself up. Maybe you go to the gym and you say, if I lost those eight pounds that I gained during PMDD and I felt better in my skin, maybe that would help, you know, how I feel about myself and how I would feel about my PMDD partner. So honestly, I want to tell you, there's nothing wrong with trying to look better to feel better for yourself and your PMDD partner. Like I told you, I have a morning routine, so I'm not knocking anything about that, but I'm saying that it's deeper than that. Because most of the time we look at other couples who don't have PMDD, we see how happy they are and we think that, wow, it's so easy for them. It's so easy for them. And so believe it or not, sometimes we think that maybe my partner would be better off without me because I'm so damaged. Maybe they should just go get a partner that doesn't have PMDD because sometimes when you're in PMDD, you can really see how amazing your partner is because you see them really trying and then you start to feel bad for them. You start to be like, man, they don't deserve this. They don't deserve me. Like I'm damaged goods and they deserve someone that doesn't have PMDD. So we start criticizing ourselves and beating ourselves up for being in PMDD. But we don't stop criticizing ourselves instinctively. We keep going in and in. We keep picking ourselves apart. We keep looking at ourselves differently and saying, I could do this better. I could do that better. And all of those thoughts keep running through your head. And we keep basically beating ourselves up for the way that PMDD is beating us up. So accepting ourselves while we're in PMDD can be the hardest thing that we have to do because we don't see ourselves the way our PMDD partner does. So we find it hard to accept ourselves because we're making these assumptions about how our partner sees us. We think that they can see the most damaged parts of us during PMDD. And that's scary because you basically think to yourself, if I don't like myself when I am in PMDD, how is it possible that my partner loves me? How is that possible? And that mindset can make us feel inferior. It can make us feel depressed, especially when we look at other couples who look so happy and it looks so easy for them. I mean, have you ever been happy with your partner, really, really happy with your PMDD partner when you're not in PMDD and thought to yourself, wow, so this is what our life would be like every day if I didn't have PMDD. Like you, you just really, it just like slaps you in the face because you're like, we don't have any problems. We haven't been arguing. Everything's going well. My partner feels loved. I feel loved. I'm not being triggered. Like we're good when I don't have PMDD. So it's a very depressing realization that you can have this sense of amazing happiness, but it only happens for half the month. So PMDD partners, I'm talking to you today. What can you do about it? I'm going to give you these three trauma transformational tools that you can use to learn how to accept yourself and your partner while you're in PMDD. So the first thing is to see yourself as a work in progress. 
So we are all learning and we are all growing in how we navigate ourselves with PMDD and our relationships. And that's okay. I told you all of the tools that I give to my clients that I use with them, I use with myself. I use with my PMDD partner and it never changes. I rinse and repeat, basically use these same tactics again and again, because I don't know about you, but every single month, my PMDD symptoms are different. So what worked last month may not work this month. So I'm constantly going back to the drawing board and constructing new tools that we can use to help us in our relationships while we're in PMDD. So don't be so hard on yourself. If you make an insecure comment, if you come off as jealous or clingy, or you're looking into things too much, realize that you're a work in progress and rather than demanding that you be the perfect partner during PMDD. And once you release that expectation, it's gonna release that stress and anxiety and ease your worries about your PMDD relationship. So one thing that I do with my clients, and I'm going to give you this exercise to, so that you can use it, is you can edit your choice of words to kind of partner with what I just said. So you're changing your language. And this way, it lets you feel like there's a possibility for change. It lets you feel like it's okay to have these bad moments, that those bad moments don't define me. So you say this phrase, I am worthy of my PMDD partner, despite the fact that I have PMDD. I am worthy of my partner despite the fact that I have PMDD. Really let that sink in and remember that your partner is there with you and they're doing their best and they may not be perfect at it either because they don't know how to navigate it. But remember, it's a beautiful journey when you're both there and you realize that you're both trying. It's kind of like, well, he, your partner may not always get it right. You may not always get it right, but you're doing it together. And that's a beautiful thing because I don't believe, I'm so passionate about this. I don't believe that we were meant to do this alone because there's so many moments in our life that are deep and dark and sad. And it can get really lonely when no one else understands what you're going through. And I believe that we all deserve this partner that's there with us. When it's late at night and we're crying, that can rub our hair or scratch our back or, or do something that's going to ease the stress, not add to it, ease the stress. That's the point of having a PMDD partner. And so the second thing is be compassionate with yourself. As humans with PMDD, we are all flawed. Humans, period, are flawed. So it's essential to know our flaws and our emotional triggers during PMDD so that we don't beat ourselves up about them. We can kind of notice ourselves getting emotionally triggered and say, oh, I know what that is. I'm being emotionally triggered, right? It's kind of like, oh, I, I know what's going on. I'm more in control of it. It's not this out of control foreign thing. It's like, hey, I, I see what's going on. This happens every month. I'm emotionally triggered. All right, it's fine. I know what to do. So if you need help accepting yourself during PMBD, I want you to look at yourself through someone else's eyes. Talk to yourself as if you were talking to a fellow PMBD champion. If you were scrolling on social media and you were listening to their story, listening to one of your stories about what you were going through, think of how you would approach them if, they, if you heard them or saw them beating themselves up because of how they acted or felt with their partner during PMDD. You would most likely comfort them and comment to them that, hey, you're doing your best. 
So what I want you to do is use that same compassion and understanding with yourself. So this exercise entails you taking a pen and a paper and writing down the things that you would say to a fellow PMDD sufferer that's suffering in their relationship. Write it all down and keep it. And then when you're starting to get in that mindset of beating yourself up about how you reacted with your partner during PMDD, I want you to take that same letter and I want you to read it to yourself. And this is something that you can do every month because you're going to be writing it down in your words in a way that you understand. So by having that tool, you can calm, you can calm your nervous system. You can calm down. You can bring that compassion back and say, you know what? I am doing my best. This is the best that I could do. I made a mistake. I I apologize to my partner and they're fine. And so the last tip is to seek a PMDD specialized coach. The reason why I say coach is that a coach is someone that's going to give you actionable tools. They're going to give you things that you can use to navigate your, your partnership. So if you tend to get down on yourself during PMDD and it's affecting your relationship, join forces with someone else who's suffering the same way that you are and get the tools that they're using to overcome their obstacles so that you don't have to face them. It's kind of like if you go into something, you want to always get the tools from someone who's been through the hard stuff first, who's learned how to dig themselves out of it. And then that way you can have the tool so you don't have to go there. You don't have to go through all the hard times if you have that coach that's going to specifically give you tools on how to avoid it. So knowing a coach such as myself, knowing that they have your back, it makes you feel less alone. It makes you feel more empowered and more prepared to handle anything that PMDD throws at your intimate relationship. So I know how overwhelming it can be to discover that you have PMDD and then you freak out because of how it's affecting your relationship every month. And then you get anxiety about how long is this going to last? Like, how long is my relationship going to survive, you know, while having these arguments, these bad arguments every single month, right? So we don't always notice how PMDD is affecting our relationships. Sometimes we have to really, really think about it and say, man, this issue happened because of this. Like this, you have to look at the dates. You have to see, like, I remember when I first got PMDD and, and I, or I first realized I had PMDD, I had to go back and see, wow, this is happening at the same time every month. And it was actually my partner that pointed it out. Like, we only have these arguments during this time of the month. And I was swore up and down. It was the whole month that we had issues all the time. We had fundamental issues and it wasn't, it was just PMDD because it was literally cyclic every single time. It it used to be the first two weeks of the month. Now it's the last two weeks. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. So let's go over the tools again. Make it a point to be compassionate with yourself. See yourself as a work in progress. And most importantly, remind yourself that PMDD is temporary. So remind that to your partner too, and let them know, reassure them that soon you'll be back to yourself without PMDD. And when you have these tools, you'll be glad that you can connect with your partner and you didn't suffer with them during that period of time. So the whole point of this is to cause the least amount of damage to your PMDD partnership while you're in PMDD. So that when you're in your good days, you're not spending those good days trying to repair your relationship. So I'm so, so, so excited. So as you all know, PMDD Awareness Month is next month in April, and I will be launching my signature self-paced 
five-week course specifically for PMDD partners called the PMDD Partners Path. So this course will be for PMDD partners who want to know what PMDD is, right? So I've dealt with so many clients where their partner is just so confused and they're sending them all this research and they just found out that they have PMDD. So they try to overload their partner with all of these things and like, look at this article, look at this thing, look at this thing. And this is what PMDD is. I'm going to break it down in a very simple way that's going to keep their attention so that they understand, your PMDD partner will understand what PMDD is and what you go through every single month. We're going to be talking about the attachment styles and how they affect your PMDD partnership, how you having different attachment styles when you're in PMDD and when you're not, how that can cause emotional triggers and arguments in your relationship and how to avoid it. We're going to be talking about trauma healing tools. So I'm going to be giving you tools to heal past trauma that is affecting your PMDD partnership. So many times things come up from the past and all of a sudden they're affecting the present. So we're going to work on healing that so that it doesn't come up during PMDD. Because I know for me, a big one for me was childhood trauma because I have a very traumatic childhood. Um, I find that really, really common actually with a lot of the clients that I work with who have PMDD, they have really bad um, childhood trauma. And every single month, my childhood trauma would come up and I would be going through that and I would take it out on my partner. And I, I didn't know why I didn't connect the two, that as I healed my childhood trauma, it caused me to be less triggered. And then I impacted my PMDD partner less. So we're going to talk about tools on how to manage the shift into PMDD, how to navigate the two ways that you are when you're in PMDD and when you're not, that whole middle point where you're shifting into it. And then lastly, we're going to talk about how to successfully have consecutive months of PMDD without relationship trauma, utilizing my signature trauma transformational tools. So the goal is to have months and months and months of no arguments, no, no, nothing that you don't have a tool for. So I'm not guaranteeing that you're not going to have an argument with your PMDD partner, but I'm guaranteeing that if you have those arguments, you will have a tool to fix it and you don't have to spend your whole time during PMDD stuck in that place. And then the time after it, after you get out of PMDD, trying to clean up that mess. So if this is for you. I want you to join my wait list. The link is in my Instagram bio at in love with PMDD. And this is going to be a way to get all the details on the release of my course, as well as bonuses that I will be including specifically for PMDD Awareness Month. So everybody that enrolls during the month of April will be getting a discount and they will be getting exclusive bonuses that won't be available to people outside of PMDD Awareness Month. Because I really want to make this available for you all to start using. Because again, everything that I'm giving you, you can use it month after month after month after month. And during that time, you will have direct access to me to ask me any questions about the modules, any questions about the tools that you receive. So I'm super, super excited to be able to give this to all of you so that you can have the PMDD supportive relationship that we all desire and deserve. We got this.